Hello and welcome to Frank Posen's Big Bad Podcast for March 15th, 2020. Don't forget to check out my blog at frankp316.blogspot.com. And also, don't forget to check out my new podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. And on this week's edition, uh, Schwann Humes and I cover the uh, last week's title match, uh, uh, Zhang Weili versus Joanna Rejicek. And uh, we take a deep dive into that, the uh, uh, podcast... Um, lasts around uh, 40 minutes and uh, you can find it on my blog or in fact you could go to any of your usual podcast uh, providers like Spotify and Google and you can subscribe to it if you like. Okay, last night the UFC was in uh, Brasilia, Brazil in, in a, uh, an empty arena. No fans were there and we had three women's fat- matches on the show. I'm going to talk about the UFC and uh, what they're going to do in the future in a minute. But there were three women's fights on the show, so I want to talk about those first. Uh, all three videos are up on my blog. The first one is Amanda Rebus versus uh, Randa Marcos uh, at Strawweight. Now, since returning from a USADA suspension, Amanda has looked great. Now, she trains with her father and also at American Top Team in Florida. Paige Van Zant was supposed to be her opponent, but Paige is still having trouble with her arm. So the Canadian, uh, Randa Marcos, agreed to replace her. Um, Randa has been in the UFC since Tough 20, with mixed results at best. Uh, Randa is a pretty good wrestler, but her striking is terrible. And not only is Amanda a more complete fighter, but she's much quicker too. Uh, The fight went as I expected, except that Amanda couldn't get a finish. She was particularly dominant in round three, which I scored 10-8. So uh, I scored the fight 30-26 for Amanda, Two of the judges scored it that way, and the third judge scored it 30-25. Afterwards, Amanda called out Paige. What is more likely is she will face the winner of Carla Esparza versus Michelle Watterson, and the winner of that fight will get a shot at Zhang Veili's UFC strawweight championship, probably uh, early next year, I would imagine. Now, on my big topic of Women's MMA podcast a few days ago, I named Amanda as the top up-and-coming strawweight contender. All that, and she's loaded with charisma too, so she's a star in the making. All right, the second uh, video fight is uh, Mar- Marina Moroz versus uh, Mayra Bueno Silva, and that was at Flyweight. Oh, I didn't mention that there. Okay, anyway, both fighters are returning from injury. Marina is from the Ukraine, but she trains at American Top Team. She's mainly a boxer who has had mixed results in the UFC. She is returning from an elbow injury. Uh, Mayra was in the Brazilian Dana White Contender Series. She blew out her knee during her UFC debut. She won the fight, by the way. Uh, This was a close fight, but Marina won the first two rounds, and uh, Mayra looked better in the third round. If she had fought like that in the first two rounds, she would have won the fight. So I scored a 29-28 for Mayra, for Marina, I should say, and so did the judges. Uh, They won that fight, won won fight of the night, but I didn't think it was a great fight. So you're going to check out the video for yourself. And the third fight is Bia Malecki versus Veronica Macedo at Bantamweight. Bia is from Sweden, but she trains at Fortis MMA in Dallas. She was in Tough 28 for featherweights. Veronica was born in Venezuela, but she grew up in Florida. She has had success at flyweight. But in preparing for a fight last fall, she got sick and she's decided to go back to Bantamweight. Problem is she's undersized, and Bia is a featherweight fighting at bantamweight. So Veronica starts out okay, 
and she wins round one. But I think it was more of a case that Bia did nothing that round in that round. Uh, and after her corner read her the riot act between rounds, uh, Bia was a lot better in the other two rounds. And also Veronica was tired by the end of round one. You could see it. Uh, so I scored the fight 29-28 for Bia, and so did the judges. Uh, Veronica might want to reconsider the decision to move up to bantamweight and hire a good nutritionist. One of the problems with her is she moves around a lot. Like on uh, in this particular camp, she was in Sao Paulo, Brazil, but she actually lives in Paris. So she moves around all over the place. So it's tough to have kind of consistent training when you're kind of a nomad, all right? Uh, I, I think she has potential, but not as a bantamweight, okay? Okay, so those are the three videos. Be sure to check those out on my blog, uh, frankp316.blogspot.com. Okay, so I don't know what's happening this week, okay? The UFC was supposed to have a show next Saturday in London. Uh, There's going to be one women's fight on the show. Uh, With the coronavirus restrictions, it doesn't look like they're going to have that fight anymore. And it also doesn't look like the two shows that follow are going to be at the Apex uh, in Las Vegas. So... I don't know what he's going to do. I don't know what Dana White is going to do. He says these shows are going to happen in some form, but don't ask me what that's going to be, and I have no idea. Okay, um, so why is he doing this? Why is White doing this? Well, I'll get to that in a second, but um, let's talk about the WWE for just a moment. They did um, a SmackDown from the uh, uh, WWE Performance Center on Friday, and then... Uh, one of the matches, it was a tag team match. It was um, Bailey and uh, Sasha Banks versus Alexa Bliss and uh, Nikki Cross. And at the end of the match, Asuka came out and took out Alexa. And so Bailey and Sasha won. Okay, so this is obviously to set up uh, a tag team title match, women's tag team title match at WrestleMania. That's probably going to be a three way. It's going to have Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Natty and Beth Phoenix. Okay, so the question is now Raw is going to be at the Performance Center tomorrow night. The question is, what is going to happen to WrestleMania? Damned if I know, but don't be surprised if it ends up at the Performance Center. I don't think they're canceling it. Okay, I don't care what anyone says. So you've got the WWE and the UFC are just resisting cancellation like everybody else. So why are they doing this? They're doing this because they're buddies with Donald Trump, okay? That's really what it comes down to. White says that Trump asked him not to cancel, not to cancel the shows. I don't understand, you know, why Trump is asking him to do that, okay? He's, not, he, he's buddies with the France family, too, and he didn't ask them to do that. So in NASCAR, he, he's buddies with the France family who owns NASCAR, and he didn't ask them to do that. So I don't know why he's doing that to, to, to White. And if you're wondering why uh, um, um, the owners of, of, um, of the UFC, uh, WME, are not you know, telling White to knock it off, forget about it, cancel the shows, they're Trump buddies too. So the thing is, that's in both cases why they're you know, resisting uh, closing closing everything is because they're buddies with Trump. Uh, Vince McMahon's wife, Linda, works for Trump. So that's really what it comes down to. They're buddies with Trump, okay? 
And I haven't seen that mentioned in the media at all. It has nothing to do with money or anything. It has to do with Trump asked White not to, 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 to cancel shows, and he told him he would do that. And so he's going to do that. He's going to do the shows. Well, at least he thinks he's going to do the shows. It wouldn't shock me if they ended up being canceled, but I will bet you he finds some place to do them. Okay? Keep in mind that Mohegan Sun in Connecticut was all ready to do Friday's Bellator show, and it was Bellator that called it off. So you have to understand those locations that are uh, at uh, Native American lands. They're not subject to state athletic commissions. They have their own state, their own athletic commission. So he could quite easily do all these shows at some place like the Mohegan Sun. I don't know if it'll be that place, but there's several of them. They all, a lot of them do MMA shows. So it would not shock me if they, if that's what they ended up doing. Okay. Anyways, that's about it for today. Uh, as I said, check out those three videos at um, frankp316.blogspot.com. Uh, and as I said, don't forget to check out my new podcast, The Big Topic in Women's MMA. Sean uh, Humes and I uh, talk about uh, was uh, Zhang Weili versus Joanna Jijic a, an instant classic. So it's about 40 minutes long, and I think you'll enjoy it. Now, if you have any questions for my blog or any of my, either of my podcasts, you can leave them on Anchor's voicemail. If you would like to subscribe to the podcast, you can do so at Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.